for rubbing on your skin. Because it'll it'll make you live forever. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'll take the bump. I hate you. It's so sad that I still have this memory of um, cartoons from your child. Classic SpongeBob quotes. Those do not. They will not go away. <laughs> one hour later. I can't remember. What I, I have I had. another one. I have got another one. Um, I cannot remember what I had for dinner last night, but I can definitely remember SpongeBob. But quotes I can from. remember. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. I need it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So good. When in doubt, pinky out. Hey. Just remember. Always. Just... <laughs> no? Just me? I don't remember that one. You thirsty? It's part of the same episode where Patrick walks in and he's like, I'll save you, SpongeBob. And he's... <sighs> nope. Just me? That's fine. I'm not crazy. I'm a little crazy. Isn't it... Doesn't it go backwards where she tries to breathe underwater or not not have her air there was one time that they dared her yeah because they were like trying to see who was more sea creatures or land creatures or something yeah it was the sea creatures versus land creatures and then she put on a pickle jar which i don't know why the pickle jar had air in it hey science (laughs) yeah the whole show was very much like what (laughs) why are your clouds flowers on the ocean Mm -hmm. where are the flowers coming from it was a it was a uh, a front for the gays to enter enter the middle oh my the lives of the children. There are so many gay, gay jokes. Yes, so many, so many gay jokes. Also, the hooks. You remember that one? Just me. Is that when they were jellyfishing? No. It's when there's fishing hooks all over, and they... somebody went up to the surface. Yeah. Was well, it SpongeBob? No, SpongeBob. Well, Mr. Krabs was trying to show SpongeBob that. The hooks are bad, and SpongeBob kept on playing with them, and then he got hooked on, and Mr. Krabs was like, "Look, look what you did!" And it was actually Mr. Krabs' fishing rod, and then Patrick got hooked up to the surface. Yeah, yeah, classic. Wow, wow. Welcome Anyways, to our Ruby podcast. Welcome to our Ruby podcast. It's another episode for Canada's Drag Race. Uh-uh. Oh, no, just me. Just me that okay. was uh, different. A little bit, a little bit of dancing, you know. Uh, 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 uh. Anyways, shagaboo for them. Uh, how was your weekend, Spencer? How was your birthday weekend? What did you do? Tell me all the things. It was good. I, I haven't seen you since then. Huh? I know I haven't seen you since wow. Thursday. Uh, well, um, <laughs> there's an episode of uh, Shit's Creek where Moira starts telling a story, but she starts at the very beginning of her day. She's like, I awoke very bright eyed oh and I went out to wash my face. And he's like, fast forward. And she's like, I could never know what the day had to bring. <laughs> fast forward again. I killed someone. <laughs> Okay, so somewhere in the middle of that. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, well, we... Uh, I, mean, I awoke. <laughs> I awoke on my birthday. Ooh. Hello. Mm-mm. I had a party with all my best friends. Ooh, but you were there. Was so. this on Friday or yeah. after I was here? Well, it was on Wednesday and after you left on Thursday, it got pretty Crazy good. party, okay. Uh-huh. And then Friday, Saturday, was it Sunday, like- Monday. Kendall and Tony left, and then I left, and then they came back in? Yeah. Oh, okay. Makes sense. I was like, guys, can you leave so he finally gets the fuck out of here? <laughs> Please, he won't get They're to like, to leave. We'll be around the corner. <laughs> I knew I heard giggling when I walked out there. Hey. Well, I was just <laughs> laughing at you. 
Oh, yeah. It was Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sweet Tony. Tony. Sweet Tony. He's a a lamb. Mm -hmm. And then what happened? Um, And then uh, I went to the lake Mm -hmm. with my parents and my brother and sister-in-law. And it was fun. And I hurt my back. Oh, that's not good. Well, because we did the homophobic relay. Oh, no. Not again. Uh-huh. Because bringing back flashbacks of terrible things. But Thomas did well. <gasps> what did, he did like a minute 38. Mine is still going to be like seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I did two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I hurt my back. <laughs> How did you hurt your back? What part did you hurt your back? I guess going from the lawn darts, like bending down to get those lawn darts. Oh, man. I was doing it too quickly or something. <laughs> too much like picking up... Lawn darts, those, those are heavy. You need to watch out. Because I was moving <laughs> fastly. Oh, okay, yeah. You fucking cunt. <laughs> you fastly. Do, you need to do more deadlifts. No, why would I do those? <laughs> I don't want to do shit. Why would I do that when I can lift with my knees? <laughs> and then you're supposed to lift with your back. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I doing that wrong? <laughs> yeah. Oh, how weird. You should be lifting, like, with your neck. Oh, like, gotcha. <laughs> Just rip your neck back. It's <laughs> like neck bulging. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yes, that's, that's how you do that. Um, and then we got out on the boat mm-hmm. and we did some swimming. We did all the swimming. And I got my new hat dirty. Oh no. And I lost a fan. I lost Did my you good drop fan. it in the water? No, I don't know where it is. It's at the lake somewhere. Mm. After I hurt my back, I was like, fuck it. I'm distraught. <laughs> <laughs> I need to lay down. Move, I'm gay. I don't do things like this. <laughs> I'm not coming to your fucking baby shower. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I lost my fan. Oh, no. And that's my Katya sad. fan. Aw. Yeah. The Thwarp? Thwarp. Where would it be? I don't know. Where did you have it? Well, Let's when we were doing the wildly. relay. When we were doing the relay, I had it because it's hot. So I was. So you left it outside. Did it get folded in a chair somewhere? I don't think so, because mm-hmm. the chairs were still out. So you lost it before you had the chairs. Yes. Before you put the chairs away. Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. Let's just speculate wildly. I don't know. The the dog Sheila got it. She took it away. Uh, she was like, "This is lit. <laughs> I love this bone. Look at this. <laughs> look at this, <laughs> this bone. Sydney, <laughs> this is bones, girl. <laughs> Sheila got bones, girl." <laughs> Oh no. Well, that sounds like a wild weekend. And then we came back on Sunday uh-huh. uh, and we recorded L tags. Oh my God, that's so cute. And I sat over there. I didn't do much. I just pushed play and then left. That's <laughs> what I do. No, I mean, I do a lot of strenuous activities. I work so hard. Oh, don't. I'm the CTO. Yeah. Chief Technology Officer. Officer. Yeah, it's CTO, but O is O A A A U U U H H H. Officer. I S E R. Yeah. I S. Officer. Okay, officer. Um. Well, that's awesome. I went to Galveston on Friday. Oh wow! What did you do there? It was just supposed to be like a little quick hangout, and I was like, Nick, let's just have a chill hangout. I'm gonna take Bailey because I promised Bailey a long time ago for her birthday. Or not her birthday, her gotcha day in May, May nineteenth. Think she remembers. She doesn't. Um, I promised her that I was going to take her to Galveston, uh, but I remembered, okay, um, and I never did it. And then July, I was like, let's go to the beach. But then, like, pretty much every single day that I was free in July, it was raining. 
Um, and so I was like, okay, well, this Friday is supposed to be really pretty and I don't have anything to do, so let's go to Galveston. So I did, and then it ended up being two of my other friends from Galveston come and we had a socially distant hangout on the beach away from all the other peoples and hung out with Bailey. And then we had a sundowner out there, which was really cute and fun as well. A sundowner? Yeah. Do you know what a sundowner is? No. It's where you drink wine and watch the sunset. Oh, my God. They're really cute. Uh, You don't give a fuck, do you? Yeah. I learned that in South Africa. Okay, thank you. Uh, Without. Oh, so you just did a South African term and you just made it your own? Yeah. Sundowner is something that not just South Africans do, but I learned it in South Africa, okay? It's probably something that Dutch people say. Yeah. And then I have. Have it on a Sundowner. So I have Sundowner. 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 And then I was driving back, and then I saw a crazy accident. And um, I'll tell you about that later, because not <laughs> doesn't need to be is recorded. It graphic? It is a little graphic. Um, oh. And then I went home. And I find, it took me almost three hours to get home from Galveston, which is fun, because um, 45 was shut down. Anyways, uh, but it was a good, good, uh, good little Friday there. So that's what... We did. It was an exciting. It was just who's we? Me and Nick and the two girls that I was talking to. Um, did you listen to any of the story? Um, I roughly, <laughs> yeah, I heard that you guys be... went to Florida and uh, <laughs> you you caught a fish. That was fun. I'm gonna be honest, Chris. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Lol. You know what, Brooklyn? Yes. Yes. It is. It is. <laughs> oh. We love it short and to the point. Well, I'm actually working here trying to find that. Oh, my God. You are so bad. I don't know where it goes every time, and I don't know what the correct things to type into my email to get it are because they are never correct. Oh, wait. We have two, right? Yes. Okay. I've got one because I just got it in my inbox. And then you've got the other one. Which one goes first? Does it matter? This one? Okay. Well... The second? Yeah, the one I just sent was second. Okay, never mind. Oh, sorry. Don't talk yet, because I'm still going to find... I'm going to find this. (laughs) Just... Okay. I'm just going to go through it. Anyways, well, then I'm going to keep talking, unless you're ready. Um, Because you know I love to hear myself talk. So then on Saturday, I hung out with Savannah and Aaron. Um, We watched, of course, more Drag Race. I also love that I watch like every episode of Canada's Drag Race like three or four times each week. Uh, me too. Um, just and Thomas to is know. like, I'm like, I have to be there on Thursday at eight <laughs> o'clock. It can't be late. He's like, you're gonna watch it six times. I'm like, doesn't matter. I need to be the first need, one to know. Need to see it. Well, that's like you always message me and like, did you watch it yet? And I'm like, no. Did you watch it yet? No. I'll watch it at some point. And then like I watch it on the Sunday and you're like, you finally fucking watched it. Like, yes. Let me take my time, okay? And then you don't even ask me any questions about it. I just need to know. You're just like, I didn't know if you watched it or not. What questions would I have? Do you think it was good? Obviously, yes. What did you think about someone's outfit or whatever? Because I don't care about your opinions. I just want to that know if you've true. seen it. Because even on this podcast, you're just like, no. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> well, I thought it was good. Well, Chris has been wrong this whole entire podcast. So let's move on to the next girl. Uh, uh, w- yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. You know what else? Hmm. A recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may have not considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and dogs. 
If you're a dog parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can. But what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Bake Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Bake Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakeBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. <clears throat> Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now with promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. That's spoopy one 5 Baked Bones is an LGBTQ-owned and operated business and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all of its profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Baked Bones. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, we definitely love dogs here on this podcast because all of us have dogs. And we love to take care of our dogs. Uh, so not only giving CBD to your dogs can help them ease, be, ease, be at ease and feel less stress in the world and environment nowadays. Uh, but we also have our other sponsor over at Aussie Pet Mobile. Do you want a clean pet without all the hassle? Packing Fido up in a car and driving them all over town is a chore that many of us pet, own pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if instead you could have the groomer come straight to you? With Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks, you can! Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, electricity, and water, no hookups needed, and they never use kennel dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans ensure that your groomer's, a groomer has the ability to take care of all your pet's needs, including hair care to paw care and everything in between. They even offer special services such as de-shedding treatments, whitening treatments, hair styling, Dead Sea mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Their groomers are trained and certified and will per pamper your pets with personal 100% cage-free one-on-one experience all in the comfort of your driveway. You know what else Aussie Pet Mobile groomers are trained on? Good social distancing practices. Yes. That's very important nowadays. Make your appointment and be sure to ask about our contact-free pet grooming service at Aussie Pet Mobile. Well, yum. <laughs> we love whenever our pets are taken care of, ladies. Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. love it. We stand. Um, do you have anything else to say? No. No. Well, then you want to talk about some Ruby thing? Let's do it. Let's dive in. Also, I started Googling because I am, we're getting towards the end of Canada's Drag Race, and I'm like very, um, uh, I need to, I need my drag fix, and I need to know which one's next. And I found nothing about Australia. Well, actually, I found, found Australia's Drag Race, and they at least have like a full thing listed, but they have no dates for anything or anything like that. Uh, what I did not find any information on was Drag Race Germany. Not a single thing. There was like rumors. Did you search in German? No. But I think Drag Race Germany is, maybe I should have searched Drag, Drag Race Deutschland mm -hmm. and seen. But everything was like, oh my God, this was from like 2013 on like Reddit posts and stuff like that. That was like, um, yeah, I think Drag Race is about to go international. I'm like, okay, girl, that was seven years ago. <laughs> I don't think we're talking about the same thing. So I need to know what my next drag fix is, and I don't really want to watch RuPaul's reality show based in, based on the Work the World Tour very much uh, in the Vegas yeah. thing. Uh, I'll probably end up watching it anyways just because I love drag queens. Uh, but <gasps> do I want to talk about it? Oh. Not really. What? Apparently you've gotten it wrong. It's called Queens of Drags. That's already premiered. No. 
Yes, it is. No. Yes, it has. It has Heidi, Heidi Klum and uh, a, something, Conchita Worst and someone else. It's already premiered. That's true. I Don't worry. I look things up. I know things about drag, too, yes, bitch. But there's a commercial here for Twilight. What does that mean? Oh, my God. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, so if you are listening and have any of the details about uh, the next drag fix or any recommendation for us, please let us know. Uh, if not, we will be visiting some of our Houston queens and letting them tell us about their drag and their favorite uh, favorite things. Um, We're going to have a three-hour episode with Annalie. <laughs> again, start over. What are we going to talk about? Just Annalie. It's just going to be lots of this, <laughs> and then, then people will say, what are they talking about? I think that I was that was Bob. that was easily our longest. Excuse me. What was that? You obviously you know that, and I don't need you to try to cover it up on the. Was it someone podcast. knocking? So, well, you're still doing it. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that was easily our longest. That was our longest podcast episode ever, at least I think, mm-hmm. um, because it was almost three hours long, and I don't think we've even Spoopy has reached. Three hours. We sat in front of these mics for three hours. Yeah, we did. That was a long... Well, we also took breaks because we kept on getting up to get more shots and more drinks. That's true. That was a lot. Was it daylight when he came over? Yes. It was. Yeah, because he came over in September-ish. Wow. Yeah. Oh! Dragula. That's what I was going to say. Dragula's coming back. Yes. Because I did see a promo, well, not a promo, but like I saw the Boulay brothers posted something. So that'll be our next drag fix. So, but they are so, it's never like for sure when they're doing when it. Comes out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Um, but also, just as Oh my a, God, it was just re- released today. You're a liar. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, also, just as a side note, since we're already talking about this, uh, Spoopy podcast, our Spoopy podcast and our Ruby podcast have officially separated. Split. They are two different podcasts. You know, they now. just had a whole lot of problems, and it just wasn't working for them anymore. And then, um, you know, one of them got a younger girlfriend, and mm-hmm. they just they went separate ways. You mean the host or or the podcast? Oh, the podcast got yeah. a younger girlfriend podcast and mm-hmm. left. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're still friends. <laughs> And we still love you all. And we'll still talk and to each other. It's just going to be two Christmases this year. Yeah. So you, oh, that'll be two Christmas episodes. There yeah. we go. <laughs> there we go. You get two Christmas uh, episodes. Um, you, you get to come over here on, uh, you know, weekends, every other weekend, of course. And then you come over here on the other weekends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and celebrate. be nice. Be you nice s- to Sarah because she's really trying hard to, to be your new mom. Oh, poor Sarah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you can subscribe to us on our Ruby podcast wherever you get all of your podcast stuff at, uh, because that's also where you're listening to this podcast at anyways now, because this is only being posted on Ruby. So if you got here, you found us. Good job. Welcome. Good job. Welcome. Uh, And we'll also mention on Spoopy as well in case you guys are all lost. Uh, In case you haven't made it here yet, in which case... Uh, you're late, um, but welcome. <laughs> Sorry that it took you this long to find it, but you did it, and I'm proud of you. That's what you're doing. Uh, but anyways, should we get into the Ruby now? Let's talk about something Ruby. <laughs> Woo! Um, so, season one, episode six. Of Canada's Drag Race. Yes. Woo! Let's, let's re-enter the workroom oh, from yes. episode five. 
after Kiara's Kiara's elimination. That bitch wrote everything on that mirror. She used an entire tube of that lipstick. I even saw her, like, whenever she was done, there was not, she, like, couldn't even twist it back down to make the lipstick go away. She was just, like, straight up, like, "Mm, it's done. I sure hope it was wet and wild because (laughs) that is a waste of a lipstick. Also, that is a lot of fucking lipstick. (laughs) That is smeared on there. Uh, I thought it was hilarious, honestly. I did, too. And it reminded me of... uh, when I worked at Baybrook, the Mac counter had mirrors, like mm-hmm. so you could look at your full body. And they would every like uh, weekend they'd pick a lipstick and make a whole little sign on the mirror and talk to their friends and everything, waste an entire thing of lipstick. I love that. And I was I I was always like that is a lot of lipstick. That's just didn't that lipstick just cost like fifteen dollars? Sixteen fifty. I mean, <laughs> I guess nobody's paying for it, but <laughs> but still, well, I think that counts as one of the write-offs. I, well, yeah. I mean, the damage amount. Yeah. But then what if somebody wants to get more Ruby Woo? There's well, no more Ruby Woo. No more. Woo. You can't get that. You're going to have to use Night Moth. I'm sure they and probably look dark. and they're like, what do we have a ton of stock of that no one is buying? That a frost. <laughs> yeah. We will use that because no one else is using it. Oh, my God. There was a... Uh, what was it called? There's a lipstick that they made. They were like, we have 1,800 of these because nobody ever buys it. Then why do they keep making them? It's called Fru. Fru? Uh-huh. What color is Fru? A silvery, sparkly beige. Oh, that sounds good for a dry queen. It's the color of your skin. Not me. Probably good for a person of color. If you want to look like you've been eating glazed donuts. Oh, my lord. <laughs> hey, that could be some, like, fashion shit. Fashion icon. I want lips that don't exist. <laughs> me. What about your foundation then, girl? Anyway. <laughs> Just put that on your lips. <laughs> Why do they have that makeup though? I don't understand. Because, I, I don't know, I guess it was popular in the 80s. Yeah. Mac has been around since the 80s. That's a long time. It is. Also, I have known some women that use concealer on their lips as a lipstick. Because for a while there, brown was a popular color for lip color. And they use concealer? Yeah. Does that stay on well? It does, and it's very chalky looking. Yeah, and I can't imagine that tastes great. Um, lipstick doesn't taste great either. That's true. <laughs> Girl. Gloss is the only thing that's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this strawberry smackers is delicious. <laughs> hey, do you remember those uh, Wait, is it, is lip it balms that taste like pop? No. You didn't have one? It was like no. A&W root beer flavor oh, yeah, yeah, lip yeah. balm. Okay, I think I had the Coca-Cola one. Oh, no, 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 no. I had a uh, orange Fanta no, flavored No, Dr. Pepper, one. not Coca-Cola. What? Orange Fanta flavored one. No. Yeah. 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 Well, um, well, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, we come back in the workroom. She does all that. And then, I mean... Priyanka doesn't know how to clean the mirror either. No. Why do these girls keep using fucking makeup wipes? I don't That's know. That's not how you That's clean a mirror. You, you're going to have to get some, like, spray, you like, Windex. Windex. Yeah. Um, I really love the fact that Jimbo, Priyanka, Lemon, and Rita were all on the couch together. I love I swear that they, I think that they made them do that. Because um, they are the only ones that wouldn't challenge <laughs> so far out of the five weeks. Well, it could be. I mean... I don't think that really anybody wants to sit near Alona anymore because she's I'm such a bitch. Not, and so annoying, Lord. Um, but I agree with everything except Bobo was on the other couch and Bobo belongs in the winner's group. Yeah. I kind of felt bad for Bobo this episode because she was definitely getting like the... The mean edit. The scraps, yeah. yeah. 
Um, Priyanka calls out the winner circle as a bit of competition. So the ones that are on the couch, she's like, these are the ones that I'm, I think that are the competition specifically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that, uh, definitely was, uh, enraging, enraging to Boa, uh, Boba, Bobo, Lord, Bobo was like, um, but me and Boa haven't really had to lip sync yet, but girl, at this point in the competition, being safe is not necessarily great. the great thing to do. It's not bad. <clears throat> no. But, but it's also, not amazing. I don't think she's been in the top two yet. She not, hasn't. Not to my knowledge. So it's like, you have literally, you are the coaster. You're the one who has made it through the, the competition so far that is just flat, you know? So, yeah. I don't know. I felt bad. But also, Alona's been the bottom, and then Boa has been in the bottom three multiple times. So. Yes. <clears throat> that's not a good defense to put yourself in that. Um... You're not in good company. Yeah, exactly. Not great. Um, so then we leave and we come back. Uh, they discuss the fact that there's no more French girls. There's only mm-hmm. one French girl left. It's just Rita, yeah. Uh, and Rita's Rita, like, I had to do it for two. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's not even prangent. Mm. Uh, she, I feel kind of a little bad for her because she is surrounded by English people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's so annoyed with the Toronto Queens. Like, so annoyed. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm tired of that. Everyone is just like fucking fighting each other. Like, get over it. But that's, I mean, that's <clears throat> a little bit of a thing in Canada is mm-hmm. that Anglophones and Francophones don't get along that well. Yeah. Um, so especially when you're surrounded by, I mean, in Montreal, you're the majority. Yeah. The French speakers are the majority and the Anglophones are the, the minority. Mm-hmm. Here, she's not there anymore. Yeah. So she has to speak English. I, I mean, she understands well and she converses well, but her better than Kiara did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, it's kind of just like that English people will kind of knock French things yeah. a lot. I feel that. So I feel bad for her. Yeah. Uh, but she stands on her own. She doesn't yeah, need anybody. She doesn't need that her. help, yeah. <clears throat> um, She's so, a powerful queen. Yeah. And then... <laughs> also, I wanted to point out that... Uh, oh, I guess I'm kind of mixing two things. Uh, new day in the workroom. Lemon asked Priyanka about surviving the lip sync, and she is proud that she got to perform and show that side of her. Uh, and then they ask Boa about her warning. Um, yes, and she, Stacy, telling her to wake up, Pearl. Mm-hmm. Um, wake up, Pearl. Wake up. And then she pulls focus, and she's like, uh, "Who said it? Bobo. Bobo Bo's like, it sounds like that morning when Tainomi was here. Yeah, because like, I mean, she that it was a very similar warning that she gave." <clears throat> to both Tainomi and to Boa. Um, but uh, she's like, Boa was like, I have a fire on my ass. Like after getting that warning, blah, blah, blah. And I compare that to Tainomi's final warning who Tainomi was like, oh, I don't give a fuck, fuck that about that bitch. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. It's like, girl, you definitely should. So girl. looking at the two, I can definitely, like I feel more in touch with Boa and like her like saying yeah I'm fucking ready to it slay this. It sounds more uh, uh, <clears throat> sincere. Exactly. More like this pushed me in the right direction and Tainami was like oh I'm already hot shit. Stop. Lord. I'm already hot shit like I don't really need any of this like bullshit you know and it's like okay Tainami you obviously needed that kick in the ass and you didn't take that so mm-hmm. um, whose fault is that? Yes. Uh, then we get some She Already Done Had Hers Is. Is. We got that Rue mail. Uh, there's some car crash and lawyer lingo in there. Mm. What could that be? Yeah. Um, and so then Jeffrey enters the workroom and reveals our mini challenge. It's a quick drag clairvoyant improv with special guest judge 
Crystal. Crystal from Drag Race UK, who is actually Canadian. Oh uh, yeah, you told me that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I haven't watched Drag Race UK because I'm a bad gay. Um, what is? Where was Crystal at in this competition? Did she do well? Middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, was she funny? I don't think any of them were that funny. But okay. I don't get the UK humor. That's they, true. they were uh, some pop culture references that I didn't get, and maybe she had them. But I think she was more like a shock factor kind mm-hmm. of girl. Okay. Because I'm not going to lie, I did not get very much funny from her uh, in this challenge, but Mm-mm. that's fine. Um, I only there wrote... was one joke I liked. Okay. Um, I only got a couple of people that I actually liked and only a couple lines from each of these people, uh, but... I wrote, like, a line for everyone. Oh, okay. Do you um, want to do yours? Then? Sure. Uh, so Rita's up first. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the character she created. It's like the old woman from Drag Me to Hell. Mm-hmm. Um, the pick, trying to pick her up. Cute, mm-hmm. kind of cute. Overall, oh, so so. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Priyanka, a New Yorker with some attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it when she said that your her. She's like your boyfriend's dead. It's just He's straight dead. up dead. You're gonna have. She's like, ooh, am I gonna have some ghost stuff here? She's like, yeah, but some not pottery. Demi Lovato or Demi Moore and mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? It's Patrick gonna be Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, you're just gonna have sex with Whoopi Goldberg, girl. You in danger. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Uh, Elona Poor. Um, I actually did like one line from Elona, but it wasn't on purpose. Uh, it was uh, whenever Crystal was like, oh, hello, uh, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, I haven't even picked up the phone yet, but hello. <laughs> like, I laughed at that because I thought that was funny. <laughs> I didn't think it was funny. I don't think it was stupid. Everything she does is stupid. Oh She's stupid. Because if you don't like her, it doesn't mean that you can't just not laugh at things. That w- I thought that was funny. <laughs> I didn't like it. She was just too, like, whiny. Well, I mean, the rest of it was not funny. The whole thing but, was whiny. But the first part I thought was funny, the fact that she whatever the fact that she hadn't picked up the phone yet. Well, okay. yeah, but then you're not even doing the challenge. It's a phone challenge. Because she wasn't on the phone yet. <laughs> um, I thought Boba was pretty good. I don't really have any notes. About I don't him. have any She's notes about Boba. Decent. Uh, Boa doesn't understand that there's a phone. No, not um, at all. She hangs up on the person like, she's talking. I'm a stripper. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny, but it was like, girl, you obviously don't understand. The and challenge. she's like, hello, what? Are you, what's happening? She's like, hello, do you want some of this? And she's just like, what? Yeah. yeah. She didn't understand the challenge, but it was still funny. In I mean, my opinion. Improv is yes and and working off of other people. Mm-hmm. Boa was just like, get me started and then fuck off. Yeah. So I was I was not crazy about it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Lemon. Lemon's, our girl Lemon. Lemon's ditzy blonde girl was very funny. So funny. So like, um, hey, hello? bitch. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, no, things are gonna be good. Just look out for pianos falling from the sky. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be crushed to death. Um, not, not no. no. <laughs> I like that. That was funny. Oh, I like her. Um, Jimbo up last. Kind of funny, really kooky. I liked I it. I actually really like this one a lot. Yeah. I th- think I still like lemons better, but I Jimbo's like was best. really funny. Um, because she was like, uh, you have what's called a butterface. He loves everything but your face. <laughs> and then even after she hangs up on her, she's like, <laughs> with so the good. eyes on her hands and then touches her titties and she's like, Ooh. I love it when she says, I'm dating a married man. And Jimbo's like, ooh, that's my favorite kind of man. <laughs> kind. Uh, I thought that was funny. Oh, also, uh, I liked, this is a bad joke. 
Um, and she was like, um, you have a mole on your left testicle. And she's like, oh, I had that removed. Uh, and she's like, oh, but rules run deep. Bitch, how do you make a cancer joke funny in the middle of a mini challenge? Like, that's not great, but somehow I still laughed at it. And it probably shouldn't have, but I did. Okay? Because you're terrible. Yeah, that's you're fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, so then we do find out that Lemon is the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it when Crystal says that Lemon, lemon looks like bag of chips. Because that's what bag of chips wore for like everything. Oh, she, she wore a turban and a big coat. Oh gosh! Uh, and it's she's not. She's bag of chips. not no. She's Someone not, was like, is no. she wrong? Not no. Not. Um, yes. So then we get the uh, reveal of the main challenge this week is a late night law firm television commercial, mm-hmm. and winner of the mini challenge, Lemon, gets to choose the teams. Oh yeah. So first we have the sissies. Bobo well, first and she Lona. picks Priyanka for herself. Yes. Which is smart. I think that you should always choose for yourself because we saw that in season six or no season eight, whenever um Robbie Turner got to choose for the first challenge and she didn't remember to choose a box for herself, so she just got the scraps. It's like, girl, you know you always have to choose for yourself first. That's literally the point of you being in charge, is you get to choose first. So I thought it was smart that she did that. Yes. So we have the sissies, Lemyanka, and then uh I've started, I've, I've coined this. It's uh, Jimboa Baga. Jimboa Baga. I mm-hmm. like that. So it's Boa, Rita Baga, and Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Did you laugh? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and then we uh, do some uh, planning and some filming. And I didn't really write a whole lot about that. I just um, kind of wrote what their main ideas were. I wrote a couple of things. Uh, the only note I really have is that Boa is having a hard time getting input with Jimbo and Rita. Uh, and I think that it's just because Boa is like really like, she knew that she was with two really strong competitors and she's like, oh, they're totally going to lift me up and this is going to be great. She's like, yes, yes, I love that. Yes, I love that. And because Jimbo and Rita are also two very like strong personalities. personalities. Well, not even personalities because I don't really think that Jimbo has like a strong personality. She has a strong work. She has a strong sense of self that she knows exactly what she wants Jimbo to do and she's going to fucking do it no matter what anyone else is doing. And I think Rita is also very similar in that same aspect. Uh, and so I was surprised that we didn't have more butting heads between Jimbo and Rita, but they ended up working well together, which was uh, impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also Bobo and Alona are not getting along too well. No, they're not. Because Bobo is not understanding anything that Alona is saying. But I think it was just that she might have been annoyed and yeah. she didn't want to understand anything that she was saying. I agree with that. Because uh, re-watching the episode for the third time today, I was like, okay, now I'm kind of understanding what Alona is saying. making sense. And Bobo is just like, okay, well, whatever. We're, yeah. It doesn't really matter. I'm like, okay, well, bitch, why are you mad? It is what it is, and you have to do something, so do yeah, it. There's no point in you being upset like that. Exactly. It's only going to – I mean, it's going to be basically like with uh, Coco Montrese in season five, whenever she was all pissed off in the recording challenge, and it was like, okay, you're pa- pissed off at Detox, but you being mad is not going to solve anything. Mm-hmm. It's just going to make you look – pissy and make you look worse and she yep. ended up being in the bottom that week so yeah and uh nina bonina brown when she didn't get to be black china oh my god she should have been black china everything would have been so been much black china <laughs> she would have won if she was black china oh my god she um, won the whole competition if she had just been black china oh my god uh, <laughs> Probably. but then jeffrey borrow chapman comes i don't know if you have this written down do you have any other notes no okay well jeffrey borrow chapman comes in and gives literally no advice to anyone um it actually irritated me when he went to go talk to lemon and priyanka because he was like he literally quoted katya 
like from season two in her commercial. And he was like, all those voices in your head that tell you that you're not good enough. But he didn't use the crazy voice. Uh, but you're literally quoting Katya. Like, <laughs> I understand that you are a flaming gay man that likes to use um, Drag Race Drag references cut. just like us. But you are now on Drag Race and you're supposed to be creating your own lines. So maybe don't do that. <laughs> Come on, um, Jeffrey. Yeah, just saying that. Uh, and then actually Rita talks about a bachelorette party where she got a finger in her butthole. Yeah. Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> Which what I'm gonna, were you wearing? I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna talk about this later on, but um, yes, we'll talk. We'll talk more about that. Um, and then as JBC leaves, we find out the runway category is Canadian tuxedo, well, tuxedo. Mm-hmm. But then denim on denim on denim on yes. denim on. So apparently, I learned what a Canadian tuxedo is. Spencer told me that that means denim on denim. I've never told you that before. No, you just told me yeah. last week. It's jeans with a denim shirt and a jean jacket. Yes. So basically just as much denim as you can. Um, it's, so very, then, uh, it's a very hardy material. Yeah. Um, yes. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, and then as they are filming, Stacey McKenzie, I actually loved them filming, especially with Stacey McKenzie, because Stacey McKenzie actually helps with directing, wants to know what the queens are doing, gives them time updates, makes sure that they're focused, tells them their dresses aren't looking good in certain points, like telling them they need to do this, telling them they, like, this is how you actually help. This is not season, f- what, season 12, whenever that one biggest loser guy came on there and was just on there because he was gay and was on TV one time. Like, yep. he was just like, oh, wow. Like, no, that's not directing. That's not helping any of the queens whatsoever. You're not helping build them. I'm just here to uh, express my brand and try to get you to buy something from me. Exactly. Like, it's stupid. Uh, So this is why I'm actually really liking Canada's Drag Race, uh, because the judges genuinely want to see the other queens, all the queens succeed. Mm -hmm. They genuinely are telling them and giving them challenges. Because, like, you know, Michelle Visage is like, oh, I want you to paint a little less dark. Like, okay. But, like, you're telling them to change something about their own makeup that's making them who they are. This is them telling them, do this specifically because this is what we're looking to see. Like, I feel like these are the differences here. And I know that in early Drag Race, RuPaul did try to do those things, but now she didn't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Well, I feel like specifically in Stacey's opinion, or in the fact of Stacey, is that uh, she sees what they're doing and she's like, okay, I see what you're doing. I get what you're trying to go for. Tweak it just a little bit Mm -hmm. this way. Or just you're a little bit too much. Back it off a little bit. Rather than... What if you stood on your head for 20 minutes? Exactly. Which or is, telling them, you're, or putting doubt in their mind and saying, like, oh, I don't know about this. You may not do very well. Like RuPaul does for every single human, every single human that's ever worked in, walked in that workroom. Like, ooh, maybe that's not a good choice. Like, yeah. that's not helpful. Is RuPaul the next Ellen? Basically. <gasps> Canceled. Uh-huh. Um, but then in the commercials or them practicing, I thought that uh, Lim and Priyanka seemed to do really well because they had like they they knew exactly what they wanted to do and got it done. They were like, bam, 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 this is what we need to get done. Let's mm-hmm. do it. I liked it. I thought they worked really well together, mm-hmm. and they didn't seem to make any mistakes from mm-hmm. their their uh, run through. From their edit, they seemed to like do really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimboa Baga Boa is on the struggle bus oh during the filming, mm-hmm. hunty, um, and the Jimbo yelling is wild. Yeah. Boa just does not seem to, like, she has an issue with, like, paying attention to what she's doing. She was just, like, mm-hmm. As we see there. later, like, in the actual uh, showing of the commercials, she doesn't even look at the camera. Mm-mm. She's, no. like, looking above the camera. Yeah. So, I don't know if she didn't know where the, the camera to look at was. Or I'm if there sure were there's cameras. only, like, one main camera yeah. that they tell you to look at. Yeah. 
because it's not like the camera turns and gets different angles. It's mm -hmm. all just like straight forward onto the green screen. Yeah, I don't know. Or if she was like looking at Stacy instead of the like the camera. I don't know. It could be that she doesn't know her lines. Yeah, um, and true. she's reading them. Yeah, because we we found that she did not know her lines for the Muffer Jets. Yeah. Um. Either way. We'll see what the commercial turns out like. Mm -hmm. Bologna, who's up next. Yeah. Uh, that was just a lot. <laughs> the changing on the side of the stage is chaotic. Mm -hmm. And they didn't even remember to use props either. They were just like, Stacy had to remind them, which was good because Stacy actually cared. She was like, uh, you've also got props over there if you want to use any of that. <laughs> like, yeah. Just let you know. And they're like, oh my God, we forgot about props. Like, which Girl. also is so um, it, it reveals something about Canada's Drag Race is that it's fucking cold. Yeah, because the but because the crew the the stagehands mm -hmm. are wearing uh, their parkas and scarves and hats yeah. on stage on stage exactly. So I can only imagine how the queens are fucking feeling. Like Lord, hey. especially when Priyanka and Lemon were just basically in tights. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> you know who'd have a good time there? Who? Latrice Royale. I'd ha love to have a good time there. I sweat like. The ice oh, I sweat like a motherfucker when I'm in drag. So I can only imagine. I would love being freezing cold <laughs> rather like than sweating. Four beads of sweat, just, and it's like coming through my makeup and all the foundation is like, yeah. <laughs> like actually, my my pores become like foundation sticks at that point. You can just you would be surprised though because my dad played ice hockey for years and I was always like, you can't sweat if it's cold out there. You can sweat. Gym equipment reeks. Yeah, you can sweat. <laughs> you can definitely sweat. I think it even smells worse than normal. <laughs> hmm. Well, because then it's really just like all the odor, basically. It's not like the sweat comes off and then like freezes or down. cools in, 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 immediately. Then it's just wet. Yeah. Uh, we were talking to my uh, family this weekend. Family. Family. And they were, uh, my brother and sister-in-law were talking about how they were like, yeah, your masks. Had you never noticed like after like wearing them for a while, they smell so bad. Your breath stinks, and girl. And I was like, um, no. <laughs> I don't have that problem. I'll be honest with you, Brooklyn. No. No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> my brother was like, yeah, I put on my friend's mask. I was like, first of all, what are, why? why are you doing that? Yeah, don't do that. Uh, they were like, well, yeah, we were just getting beers from the store really quick, and I didn't bring my mask with me. I was like, so don't go in the store. What? Yeah. Uh, send someone else in the store. Send your friend, your whose friend mask who's driving yes. into the store. And he was like, his old mask reeks. And he was like, well, your mask smells so bad. And he was like, yeah, it's a couple months old. But you what? can also wash them. <laughs> you could put them in the wash. Yeah. yeah. If you got the cloth ones, you can wash them. I don't understand. That's weird. I don't know. That's that's silly. Like, I need to watch that one. It doesn't have anything wrong with it, but I have makeup on the inside and it's hurting me. Oh. The makeup got me. They but, got me, gal. I was like, Went out for dinner or for lunch on my birthday, and I was like, well, "Let me put on a little bit of highlights. <laughs> I gotta look pretty." Ooh, yay. <laughs> by the time it was just like lines, just oh god, it's so sweaty. <laughs> That's it. it. Was just on the mask, yeah, <laughs> and it was like makeup here, nothing here, <laughs> just a, a line bit of, of no, makeup. <laughs> no highlight on the nose. Oh no. <laughs> Anyways, thing. Um, well then the next day. Mm -hmm. Uh, they come in and the sissies are sissying everywhere. Yeah, they're totally fine. They're now. they're biffles now they after care. that. Yeah. Um, Lord. I think the producers were like, bah, bah. "Make something happen. Be excited." Yeah. Uh, so they are feeling sissy excited 
Oh, Lord. No. Um, and all the other girls are like, we are done with the sissy shit. We no. do not need it. Uh, but then the girls are like, okay, well, we're done with that. Let's attack Lemon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're like, Lemon, you're fake and you're scripted. <laughs> like, you... Did that come up here? Yeah. I have that a lot later, too. Yeah, no, it, it happens now. But also in, later in Untucked as well. No, they, they mentioned it. Um, I and, don't think that Lemon is fake. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think she's definitely very, like, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have all these ideas. I'm excited to be here. I really, really want to win. Yeah. And, I mean, if I make some friends along the way, that'd be great. But I'm not here for that. No, I definitely think it's, she is, I think she has, she does have an attitude, but that's what you just described. It's not like a, I'm... Uh, perfect attitude, but she definitely knows that she's good because also she has won challenges and, and she's she doing good. good. So, what are you what are you feeling here? You know, yeah, uh, she's won several mini challenges and she's won an actual maxi challenge. She's been in the bottom once, so like, yeah, I don't understand. Well, I think so. It's a lot similar in my mind to the uh, Jinx fiascos mm-hmm. of season five. Oh yeah, when everybody was like. Jinx. Jinx, you, I fucking hate her. But mm-hmm. Jinx was like, I don't know if I'm doing good. Yeah. I don't know if they like it. Lemon's like, I know that they like it. I know I'm doing good. Yeah. And they were like, we fucking hate you because you're doing good. And yeah. she's like, okay, girl. But then she also keeps talking about how, how she's worried things are going. So maybe she is doing like a straight up Jinx edit yeah. when they're with them. They're like, why are you pretending you're not doing good when you actually are doing good? Like, you know? So yeah. maybe in reality, that's what they're seeing behind the scenes more that, we are, that we're not seeing. I don't know. Could be. Um, but then Bobo thinks that she was being vindictive when picking teams. And Lemon asks, what, you don't think your sissy is talented? And everyone's like, oh, <laughs> they got you, gal. Hey. Um, yeah, they, it really did. Uh, so then the queens start getting ready. Um, and, ooh. Ooh. and then they start talking about drag queens being seen as play toys for bachelorette parties. Um, which I actually agree with um, because I've always like, I love hamburger Mary's and don't, don't get me wrong. And I'm not shit talking any drag Queens that work there or shit talking hamburger Mary's in general. But predominantly when I go to hamburger Mary's, I see that it's a lot of straight women that are there. And it, it reminds mm-hmm. me of like a circus yeah. that like people are going there just to see like, Ooh, Ooh, let me pet this animal. Exactly. Let me see the freaks up on stage and like throw them money and be like, Oh, here's your peanuts, you know, yeah. like, and which is why I remember, like, when we first started, I mean, when we first started going, and Hamburger Mary's has been open for years. Mm-hmm. But rem- when I can first remember going to Hamburger Mary's with our group of friends, mm-hmm. in the beginning, it was like, you'd always get a table. Mm-hmm. They would perform. Like, you could walk in and be like, oh, I want to have a table. Not yeah. You have to make reservations way far in advance or whatever. Which is good on Hamburger yeah, Mary's good. because, I mean, it, they, that's what brings in the money mm-hmm. is having book tables every night. Mm-hmm. And the drag queens were unique and played mm-hmm. comedy mixes and like it was entertaining beyond just seeing someone do flips and splits and kicks, which is what Hamburger Mary's has become, at least in, in Houston, has become now. Yeah. Um, and there's n- nothing wrong with that per se, but it doesn't same... feel very authentic. Exactly. There you go. You're getting a very um, a tailored version of a drag show. Mm-hmm. A drag show does not look like that. Yeah. A drag show, one of those queens is missing an eyelash and she fell on the ground. Exactly. And on top of that, I've also been to several shows where I've seen women, almost specifically women. I'm not even, not just saying that to be misogynistic per se. Um, I'm literally just saying 
that I, in my experience, I have seen it's mostly women that have gotten up on stage with the drag queens when yeah. the drag queens have not invited it, and the drag queens are just like, get, get out of my space. Cunt. Exactly. Um, my favorite video that I think I've ever seen was when a girl got up on stage with a drag queen, the drag queen straight up pushed her off of the stage. Because, like, girl, you're not there to make money, this drag queen is. So unless yeah. you're giving that drag queen lots and lots of money, you cannot be on that stage unless she invites you up there, okay? Yeah. Um, like, it, it's just not... And there are gays that are bad at it, too. Yeah, absolutely. I will admit one time that I was bad. Ooh. We went to New Orleans, and uh, we were at a very... Uh, a very uh, intimate drag show. Mm-hmm. There was me and Thomas and Daryl and Evan and probably four other couples. And in New Orleans? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was it was like a Thursday or something. It was at uh, Oz. Okay. And they had their upstairs drag show. And I went over and I fanned the drag queen with my fan, but I was kind of like sat next to her. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not amazing though i don't think it's not like sticking a finger in a queen's butthole oh well yeah <laughs> um one but, i wouldn't do that and two we both saw what happened to that that what is that called smoke break ooh, yeah. knife you up don't want it yeah no. you don't want to do it. no she put the um the cross up her butt yeah yeah it's very smelly uh yeah um but then alona also says that she has had more gay men like touch her inappropriately and that's something so i i think that there's two differences here. I see, like, for bachelorette parties and, like, groups of, like, straight women getting up on stage and, like, being dumb with the drag queens and interrupting their show versus touching queens, the gay men are much more like, oh, I'm going to touch this queen's fake titties and stuff like that. And, like, me as a drag queen, I don't really care when people put tits in, like, my bra and stuff like that because I'm a trashy-ass queen, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really bother me. But I will only do get... it if the queen, like, invites it. Yeah. And, like, some queens, some people don't, Want you to touch them. Well, not even that, but some people don't wait until the drag queen invites it. They'll just straight up and like go for titties. And like, I've seen some of my friends do it and I'll have to dress them like, hey, maybe don't do that next time unless the queen is like, please put your tits in my titty. Like, Blackberry has an outfit where she literally invites you to put money in like a giant butthole that she has sewn on her costume. So like, there's different times, different times for these different things. And I'm just throwing that out there for any of our straight listeners or even our gay gay listeners, all of our listeners, be respectful at a drag show because it is our safe space. It is gay people's safe space. It's a drag queen safe space. And it's their performance as well. So queer people, there you go. Um, So it is not, you are not there to, you are not there you, you are, are you are not the show. You are not the show. There you go. You are an audience member. Correct. You were there. You let the performer perform. And would you go to a theater and get up on stage with the performance and be like, "Oh my god, I love your performance." No, you Listen, wouldn't do that. When I go to the movies, I stand right in front. <laughs> right in front of the screen and, and I like, clap the whole time. Yeah! And I say, "Don't go in there." <laughs> She's fucking stupid, guys. <laughs> what is no. this? Cindy from uh, or Brenda. Brand, Brenda from uh, Scary Movie. Oh God, I'm having a heart attack. That's, yeah. That is me, but I only do it in the comfort of my own home to the television, and I'm only interrupting Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he does it sometimes too. You do all the time. You're like, well, why is she there? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Just watch the movie. <laughs> you do it too. Says, nope. Well, I don't understand why they're going there. But be- I don't know. The show started <laughs> 10 minutes ago. We're still learning. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Silly. 
Anyways. Um, yeah, so basically, don't touch people unless they're inviting you, and uh, don't get on stage with a drag queen unless they invite you. So basically, consent is everything. Mm-hmm. Okay? And okay. if Chris is on stage... That's not something you can touch him. Pull him off the stage. He doesn't well, see, belong. When I'm hosting, I can deal with a little bit of the back and forth. What's it called? Um, banter. Banter from the crowd. Uh, but when it gets too excessive, it's like, okay, now you're just like ruining the show. Okay? Heckling. Heckling. There you go. Like the banter gets a little. If it gets towards heckling, then it's not funny anymore, and it's 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 bad. Uh, that's a little bit different when it's an interactive show, a hosting thing. You can be a little bit more interactive. But getting up on stage when the drag queen is performing, don't do that. No. Just don't. Well, I always heckle you. Yeah, always. You're fucking terrible. <laughs> what is that joke? That wasn't funny. <laughs> I can see your bra straps, you fucking whore. It's literally just a bra. <laughs> yeah, and it looks terrible, you fucking slut. Um, and then I go over to the bar, order four glasses of water, and just throw them. <laughs> Here's your vodka tonic, bitch. <laughs> just kidding. It's fucking gasoline. Light a match. <laughs> Why is that drag me? <laughs> You're doing great. You're on fire. I love you. <laughs> Throw it all there. It burns. That's all you're getting. Look, you wasted it. You wasted your dollar. Sorry, that's your fault. (laughs) Runs through, breaks the window. Chris, what are you doing? The show's not over. We're still here. They're about to start your number. Come back. Silly. Well, then, speaking of that, we go into Boa talking about how she was at a drag show and then she took a boy home with her uh, after after the drag show and then it, he straight up assaulted her. Yeah. Fucking beat the, like, fuck out of her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, I think, is a story that's very important to hear. Mm-hmm. One, because Boa we can assume from what she provides on the show that she is a drag queen and she's a gay man. She's mm-hmm. not transsexual. Mm-hmm. But that's something that transsexual people have to deal with on a daily basis. All the time, yeah. Um, and it shows that in our own community that there's some people that would do that. Mm-hmm. If they're not sure, I mean, if they're not sure of your gender. Well, I don't even know that the boy, the guy was lashing out because of that. I know, yeah, <laughs> probably not. But... It's something where if you take somebody home from a bar at night, you don't know what they're going to do. Exactly. They don't know you. You don't know them. Mm-hmm. It, it's scary. It is scary. And um, we saw that on, if you listen to Arsenal Podcast at ArsenalPodcast.com, you've seen that from episode two when we talked about Jeffrey Dahmer taking boys home to take naked photographs of them and then he kills them. Mm-hmm. Like, or drills holes in their head and pours acid. Pours in, you know? in their eyes. Yeah. Exactly. So all we're saying is probably don't leave your house ever. Just be careful. <laughs> no, I'm saying don't leave your house ever. Just stay at home, shuttered away. Uh, I have a uh, playlist upon playlists of YouTube videos for you to watch. So you don't really have to leave. Yeah. Spencer doesn't. Hey. <laughs> Period. You see that corner over there? I've been staying there for. <laughs> I stand in the corner. I stand you. there for about four hours a day. Uh, and I could tell you everything about that wall. I love that wall. It's good. <laughs> it's a good wall. I'm going to miss that wall. Oh, that poor wall. Anyways. I'm going to take it with us. <laughs> <laughs> this mine now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love your living room, but what's up with that drywall that's just piled in the center? Uh, that's my wall. <laughs> it's my favorite area of the house. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's a chair, okay? Oh, tries to sit on it. Sit in it. <laughs> Don't touch my chair! <laughs> It's my, my special, special day. day. 
Uh, so Priyanka talks about the drag queens as mascots of the queer community, and I actually think that's very true. I, I couldn't take her seriously while she was doing it, though, because she was applying wig bond to her eyelids. Yeah. For <laughs> glitter glue. Yeah. Well, I mean, girl, sometimes you need some of that strong yeah, shit. but okay? it's not good. No, it's, it's probably not, not good, good for you. No. Um... But I will not just say drag queens. I will have to say drag artists because putting it just on drag queens, I any think... Any kind of a performer. Yeah, any kind of, like, drag performer, like, or performer, period. But I really think that, like, drag artists, because the art that drag artists of all, like, non-binary, drag kings, drag queens, uh, trans artists, we've got so many different artists that are not just queens that do so much for our community and are out there every single day um, bringing, and, and like the hosts of the show are always, you know, very vocal about things. Drag queens in the spotlight are always saying and doing things that are important. Uh, Bambi Banks Coulee is always going, is that her name? Bambi Coulee? I think it, there's a Bambi Coulee. Bambi, uh, yeah. She's always out there canceling people, so. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> she she's out there doing the most for our community saying no that person is wrong let's not do that let's not do that so well, i think that drag artists are uh one they've got their armor mm -hmm. of their drag so mm -hmm. that makes them more um vocal mm -hmm. and they already have loud voices mm -hmm. and not in the sense of loud like they're actually loud like they have a they have message. a platform. Yeah, a message and a platform. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And every single artist is different as, as well. So every single artist has a different art to perform, to to portray. So it's that message that is different for every single artist as well. So mm -hmm. I really think that what she said was true because drag is political in nature. It always has been and always will. So yeah. just being out there and putting on makeup as a different, uh, expressing a different gender or a different style of who you are as a person is already um, political in nature. So... Yep. I love that. Well, you ready to move on? Let's go to the main stage. Yes. Guest judge this week is Tom Green. I have no idea who he is. Uh, he's a Canadian uh, comedian, mm -hmm. but a drag queen judge? Not so much. Question mark. <laughs> um, he never seemed so Canadian to me than he does on the show now. <laughs> because, I mean, he was always released in America. That's mm. where he... Uh, got most of his fame yeah. from, I don't even know what he did. MTV. MTV. Um, you could have asked me and I hold, held a gun to my head saying, you need to answer this question. I was like, oh, sorry, I got, I got nothing. I've always known him, but he would always do like stupid jokes. His yeah. jokes were always stupid. Well, I mean, we saw that on uh, yes. <laughs> to the show. But he's, I never really liked him before. And now when I see him on the show now, I'm like, that's literally my dad. Yeah. He's got a very dry sense of humor, and I think I I think I like dry humor sometimes, and I think it's like it's not definitely one of those like slap the knee comedy kind of things. It's definitely just one of those things like, <laughs> <laughs> just a heavy <laughs> <laughs> exhale through the nose. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, Mark, <laughs> is what is this you? <laughs> I went to the lake and I was like, Dad, were you on a television show recently? Because Did, I, um, were you on Canada's Drag Race? I, I think I saw you. Did you call Mama on the phone while you were on there? <laughs> Who the fuck is Mama? I don't know. Is that what people call their grandmas in Canada? No. Do you call her grandma? No. Uh, well, my family in Poopa? No. I think no. it was mostly... Ew. No. That's like a southern thing. <laughs> we all say nanny or nan. Oh. And I think if you don't say that, you probably say grandmother or mm. grandma. Grandmother. Grandmother. <laughs> but everyone that I know that's Canadian has always said nan or nanny. Interesting. 
I never heard that. Because it's British. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just kidding. If you're from Britland. Uh, Britland. <laughs> please keep listening to us. Um, yes. Yeah, so the uh, runway is, as we said, te- Canadian Tuxedo, which is denim on denim on denim. Denim, denim, denim. Den, dem, 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 dem. Dem, 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 dem. Um, first up to the stage, Bobo. Scarlet Bobo. Um, I love this look on this Bobo. This is adorable. It's classic mm-hmm. Bobo. This is the exact, very on brand for her, and mm-hmm. I think that she looked very pretty. Very psycho killer clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the hair and the makeup is stunning. Mm-hmm. I love that the hair is the lightest, the eyes are a little bit darker, and then the black lips, mm-hmm. so pretty. Very rocker chick chic. Mm-hmm. I had a hard time writing that and saying that. Rocker chick chic. <laughs> I love the bustier, her, her little... Um, using pants. Using Did you pants. Kn- yes, yeah. pants. Uh-huh. Button flies. Yeah. Uh, I think it was an interesting use of she material. She used pants to create her, <coughs> her boobs. Like, I thought that was genius. So, yes. Chef's kiss. <laughs> chef's kiss. Uh, the pops of neon, as Brooke says, mm-hmm. it, it was very a very simple but effective choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the I jacket... I love the jacket. The yeah. jacket was amazing. <laughs> um, the denim is such a stiff material. I'm mm-hmm. sure that it was really hard to make those puff shoulders like uh-huh. that. Uh, and I thought it looked amazing. Spoop, spoop, spoop. Spoop. Love Easily that. spoop. Uh, speaking of stiff materials, Alona Verley. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't... I don't like this one. I think that I would have liked it a little bit better if there were more cutouts. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say that I like the idea of the outfit. My problem that I had is that the movement with the sides of the hips did not work because yeah. it is a stiff fabric, and if it's not going to move with your body, you need to find a you way need to, to pat make it, it. For, yeah. pat it more so that it's filled out. It stays filled out exactly. Um, I think that the 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 chaps looked out of place. I hate hate I hate the hair. I hate oh the God, hair yeah. so much. I hate it. I want to burn the hair. Mm-hmm. Baby hairs were a stretch to begin with. And baby hairs don't come out the front of your fucking forehead. And the fact that they went all the, all way, the way down, down, your, down your face. Yes. Those are not um, baby hairs. That's the, your hair. The Put it back on, in the back. The glued on hair is her edges or baby hair on her face did not work for me. Mm-mm. That is, girl, not this. <laughs> no. I hate it. Um, I do like the stitching on the blouse of the, mm-hmm. the jumpsuit. I, I, I actually thought that really, really liked nice. the top. I thought it was very, like, because, I mean, she is a two-spirit person. And so seeing, like, a little bit of, like, masculine and feminine in this look, I liked the top part of it because it was very, like, it reminded me, like, Janelle Monet kind of thing. You know? A little bit. Just maybe me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just needed something, too. No, it, it needed was a so lot more done, but. Blue. <laughs> yes. There was, like, nothing to it but denim. She needed, like, a belt. And, like, honestly, if you're going to go with, like, assless chaps, why don't you go for, like, a Western, like, Alberta kind of look, you know? Go for, like, cowgirl, giddy up, rock'em, sock'em, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Rootin', tootin'. Meow, meow. I'm just hey, going on That's there. what we do. Yeah. Uh, um, also, the fact that she wore the assless chaps and had her ass out. Girl, at least make it look nice. <laughs> yeah, on. so she was getting canceled, or uh, everyone who was mean to her was mm-hmm. getting canceled on Twitter this weekend mm-hmm. um, because they were like, that's body shaming. Um, Roxy Andrews did something similar. But Detox she, did too. She wore tights. Uh-huh. And when Alona came back on stage later, <laughs> she was wearing tights. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. She her ass and it's not body shaming to tell them to put on some you don't go out with no makeup on your face yeah exactly it's still your skin it's still your so put on some foundation on your ass or do something to like prop it up because that's like detox's outfit she did that for like the leather thing and she had like that sewed up thing that pushed her ass up that made it like 
tight. Yeah. You know? I'm not even mad about the shape I'm, of her ass I'm or the way either. that it's performed. I think her ass looked better than mine did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just need the skin to look... I mean, it's television. You're exactly. going to see everything. Exactly. So smooth the skin out a bit. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's probably a difficult place to put foundation, but... Ask all, some all of your friends. Ask your girlfriends on the show, honestly. Uh, because putting on foundation on your butt and then a little bit of powder to keep it there takes, what, five minutes at yeah. most? So or that's... even uh, fucking uh, Sally Hansen uh, leg spray to tan your legs. Put that on and there. And from what I heard, the producers also really help them get like in their dresses and their outfits and stuff like that. You couldn't ask one of the producers or one of the editors or whatever on that stagehand to help put foundation on your ass. I bet you could have because mm. there's a lot of queens that have Alaska wearing blue all over her body. There's no way that she put on all that blue by herself. Yeah. There, there's people out there that will help you. It's easy to do that. It's just, I thought that it was an oversight. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, I didn't like this. I outfit. didn't like it. I was a poop for yeah. me. I think that what she was going for was good, but she did not make it to there. I uh, don't even think that what she was going for was good. I didn't like it. I, like I said, the top part, excluding I liked, her face. I like the shoulders and the breasts. Correct. I like the little button here and then like down to basically right above her waist. And then all the rest of it was not great for me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I gave it a poop as well. Um, up next, Boa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an interesting look. It's giving me Courtney Act wings because they're so big. I actually don't hate the wings, especially after she told me that she was like, oh, I'm looking like someone straight out of hell. Like, I think that, that like the raggedy wings looks like a fallen angel vibe. But going with that, you should have gone with a fallen angel vibe. A bodysuit was not this, ma'am. Yeah. You're going with... Also, I'm not certain I haven't seen her wear anything but a bodysuit. Remind me, any, has she worn anything else besides the bodysuit? Not really. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the the metal thing, she wore a skirt and a bra that of colanders, but like, still, she had no, she didn't have any shape in that. At least with bodysuits, you do have a shape, but it's another bodysuit. You've worn bodysuits like almost every single week, that, and that's it. So I don't know. I felt kind of bad about that. Like, if you were going with a fallen angel vibes, I would have loved to see some like. Some big ass hair with like a pretty crown, uh, and then like this big old dress, and then those wings. I think that would have been very gorgeous to do like a big denim dress of some sort that's like even similar to what Jimbo comes out in with like a patchwork kind of design as like a full dress gown down to the floor. And then you would have looked like a fallen angel with like your wings. I think that would have been an interesting concept for me personally. I, I didn't know where to take it. Um, I wanted the wings to have a little bit more shape. So mm-hmm. I was hoping for like tulle or chiffon to go down the whole, uh, you know, the whole width mm-hmm. of the, the actual wing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I said the leotard was boring. I don't mind the rip tights going with the wings, but there had to be something in between on, on the body and the wig. Awful. Mm-hmm. Horrible wig. Disgusting what was she wig. It was like a purple, uh, curly, like, bouffant, and then, like, out wig. It was not good. It was cheap. Which, hasn't she also worn that wig before? I don't think so. Okay, I guess maybe all her wigs look similar then. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was awful. But I don't want to give it a poop, I don't think. I give it a poop. I think I'm going with an oop. I thought it was so basic that there was no point. I, I don't know. At this point in the competition, you're top seven, and this is what you're bringing us? Yeah. I give it a poop. Is, is oop your final answer? Oop's my final answer. Okay. Um, next up is Jimbo. Jimbo. Wow. Yes. Wow. Oh. That's the first thing that I could say is wow. It's so good. Yes. Um, 
if the state if this was on the stage for that mask challenge, I don't remember if it was eleven or twelve season. I think it was season eleven. No, ten. Which one was Aquaria or uh, Asia on? No, that was Mermaid. Yeah, I think it's eleven. The face Kini was eleven. Yes, yeah. uh, it would have been the winner. Yeah, uh, it's so beautiful. I love the high pony in red to balance out all. the Oh my blue. god! Yes, that that was the vibrant red was an excellent choice, and the yellow eyes. The yellow eyes and the vibrant mm-hmm. red were two of the best choices that you could take for all of the different patchwork the blue. of blue. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, the red lipstick pops. Mm-hmm. I'm never a fan of the drag queens wearing the contacts, but this is the only time where I think it is mm-hmm. like chef's kiss. The contacts should only be used in very certain like. To push that look just over the edge. Um, yeah, I don't want a Coca Montrese blue contact oh for God, every yes, outfit. Exactly. We we get it, girl. You think no? Yeah. No, no. no. Uh, so stunning. It's a spoop. The denim patch monster realness. She was given as Club Kid Couture in full denim, and I live for it. Big spoop for me. I didn't goop it, but I was definitely spooped by it. Big spoop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since we don't really talk about the um, critiques. I do want to say that I wanted to slap Jeffrey Burr Chapman uh, when he was like, "Welcome to the competition, Jimbo." I was like, "She'd been, he- she'd done already been here, girl." She was top two the first week that she was here. Literally, she put on that zipper dress that you guys made her do, and you guys were blown away by that. And you asked to see more of her performance the next week. So what did she do? She came out for Snatch Game and fucking won. But that was last week, and you're like, "Welcome to the competition now." Yeah. I don't understand. I don't get it. I was very irritated when he said that, and it kind of made me mad. He he keeps getting the hate out on Twitter for it, too. Yeah. They don't think that he's a good judge. I appreciate that he is a judge, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's using his platform properly because Mm-mm. as far as what I can see, he does provide some insight, very minimal, in the acting portion mm. and the improv portions of uh, you know what it takes to be America's... Drag Canada's next drag superstar. But apart from that, it's just kind of like gay boy telling what he likes about drag. Which is what we're doing on this podcast. But we're also not hosting a drag (laughs) race. I'm not on the television show. Yeah, exactly. We're not hosting a television show right now. Um, Yes, I agree. Um, I know that he's getting all the hates on all of the social medias right now. And I think we talked about this last week as well. (coughs) Excuse me. I think that he is a good choice for exactly what you said. Um, But... Some of the things that he says, it's just like, okay, now you're just like, you're not really helping here. You're just sounding like... Kind of bitchy. Yeah. You sound like a, a typical catty gay. Like, it's not great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If I mean, me. if if you're not... if So, if Stacy's bringing modeling and mm-hmm. Brooke is bringing drag... Actual drag. <laughs> Jeffrey's supposed to be bringing acting. That's a trifecta. Then that's fine. Mm-hmm. But what it feels like now is he's just bringing audience. Mm-hmm. Because he's also a very attractive man, which you know that putting anyone, sex brings people. So putting someone who's attractive up there, that works for you. So uh, if that works, it works. But you need to give him a little bit more direction. I mean, there's producers for a reason. Give him an edit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh, Next to the stage is Rita Baga. Rita Baga. So I think this may be one of the first things that Rita has worn that I'm not crazy about. Um, well, the first thing I have to say is this is not denim. So that's what I have to bring that up as well. But I'm not entirely sure that it is not denim not, because not the, denim. T- the television cannot show everything. Yeah. 
So but it could I, be I that like bright, seen... bright blue. I've seen that color of denim, I have but it doesn't have the same texture that I've seen. No, the denim. way that the, it moves and, and everything like that does not look like denim whatsoever. This and could the be way women's that... jeans yeah, with spandex in them. But the way that it's all cut and stuff like that, well, then that's more spandex than it is denim. Because it's I, true. Because, I mean, but you, it's see, still technically you denim. see Bobo, who has an entire gorgeous outfit made of denim. Uh, even uh, uh, Jimbo made an entire outfit out of little denim patches. So you can do things that are actual denim without using the spandex denim. But it was just so blue to me that it just did not look like denim whatsoever. It doesn't read as denim. No. Um, but I don't think that we can entirely say for certain that it is not denim. You're right. But it doesn't look like denim. No. And then Which she is was the challenge. I like that she was trying to be pink, the rock star, uh, or rock pop artist. Oh, I um, got Brigitte Nielsen. No, I think she was literally well, I don't know. I don't know who that is, but maybe from the Flavor of Love. So. Or no, from something before Flavor of Love. What were they on together where they were trying to make children? They were on an MTV show where it was like all kinds of it was like a Big Brother kind of thing, and they all lived mm. in the same house. And Flavor Flav fell in love with Brigitte Nielsen, who's like a six foot two uh, uh, Scandinavian woman. Mm. Well, I was getting pink from this. Well, uh, you're wrong. So. And, well, the, <laughs> Brooklyn even says it later. Um, <laughs> Is pink blue now? Yeah, uh, or I think that was Stacy. Uh, but yeah, but then she re- she does the reveal, which I think was actually mm-hmm. like that. That was a great idea to re- tear up things. I but like then the she ways. reveals a fucking flat ass. Like if you're gonna wear that, pad your fucking ass. She had hips, and when she was walking away, you could see that curve, which I liked. But she had no ass. Not an ass. <laughs> Not a single sight. ass in sight. I do really like the ending outfit, though. I mean, minus there's no ass, but the I love bra that. and just the corset. Yeah, I thought that looked good on her. Uh, I did not. Well, you're wrong. Okay. Uh, I hate the hair loaf, though. I hate a hair loaf. I didn't really like this entire outfit. I actually think I liked the outfit better when it was the full jacket um, and the the little skirt thing. Uh, I thought that fit better on her and looked better in general. Uh, but then again, at the same time, I was looking at it and like, this is still not denim. Uh, and like you said, we maybe don't know that it's not denim, but it did not look like denim. Um, and it did not move like denim. If it doesn't look like denim, doesn't move like denim. Maybe it's not denim. I don't know. But also during critiques, I have to say they weren't really trying to set up some fights between Jimbo and Rita, and we might see that next week. I think that's going to be that the the couch conversation is the fight between week. Jimbo and Rita. Yeah, which I don't think that there needs to be a fight. No, but because like the entire time when they were critiquing Jimbo. Rita kept on like she was, side-eyeing the, it was just Rita was looking at her and they were like ooh, ooh, like all the you know like, classic also, RuPaul noises when somebody's talking about somebody you're, you're gonna watching look at the them. conversation exactly back and forth exactly uh, I, but then they did it at the perfect time responses like when they were like oh you did Lee Bowery proud and like you look like a club kid and Rita was like like oh, but it could be just that they stole that that uh, camera frame from another something else when exactly something happened off stage and mm-hmm. Rita was like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. over there or Rita was just listening because I know that when I'm listening to something people have always said like Chris you look like a fucking bitch and it's like that's just my face my face just like the way that it rests just looks <laughs> like, like this when, when I'm li- yeah <laughs> when I'm listening it's very serious because I'm very intent on like paying attention to what's happening and so people are like why are you so mad I'm like I'm literally not I'm just listening to you like that's all that's happening um 
So that could have been the same thing. Was it like she was trying to pay attention and listen to what the critiques were happening, and she just looked mad. Uh, whatever. Uh, but uh, I definitely think because then when Rhea was getting critiqued, Jimbo was like, you know, giving looks, but you couldn't even see Jimbo's face. So like, how do you know that Jimbo was giving any sort of looks whatsoever? Yeah. So she had know. no nose. Yeah. Uh, so I have to say that. But overall, I had to give Rita Baga a poop. I couldn't give her a poop. You I yeah, do you it. just love Rita Baga. Couldn't do it. So you gave her an oop as well? Yes, I gave her an oop You too. did two oops. We're in top seven, bitch. I know, but this isn't all stars. Oh, Lord. Okay, well, then Priyanka comes out, and once again, this isn't denim. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like I said before, we cannot tell that it is not denim. I could. On the boots, that is not denim. We don't know that. There is no way that those boots could have been denim. We don't know that. Okay. Um, denim has very big, like... Denim has a texture. It has a very big texture. and the fact A visible that, texture. Visible texture. Even with cameras. And so the fact that both Rita Baga and... But spandex jeans is not. Yeah, but spandex is spandex. It's not denim. I don't know. Hey, jeggings. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, that's not denim. It's close. No, it's not. Um, I think the look is fun. Um, I think that I love the roost jacket. I love the jacket portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the boots that are attached to a belt. I think the look is solid if it is all denim. I think it's a solid look if it's denim, but I don't think it's denim. And I don't like the flat hair. I yeah, really don't. The flat hair was just... It, she's done flat hair too many times Priyanka's now. Priyanka's not known for hair, I don't think. Yeah, but she needs to learn it, girl. That's one thing that, like, I'm learning hair now before I even fu- figured out how to fix my fucking makeup and my outfits. Like, hair is a big thing on being drag, and you need to fix your hair, okay? <laughs> um, fix your face. But I also had to poop this look because I... I'm looking at it and I don't see denim and it was not 100% amazing, proud, exciting look. So I gave it a poop. Oh, I liked it. I liked that, especially that the leotard, if it is white denim, um, I think that white denim is a smart choice for color variation. Mm-hmm. So I gave it a poop. Okay. Uh, I, I will allow it if you think that it's denim, but I don't think it's denim. <laughs> so I gave it a poop specifically because I don't think it's denim. I can't imagine these queens going on to a, sh- a runway that's like, it's denim. And then they're like, Bitch, I okay, can. I'm not going to wear denim. We've <laughs> seen that before in RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't remember specifically what challenge, but we've seen it before when Blair RuPaul... Blair St. Clair, love the skin you're in. Pink. Pink. <laughs> exactly. Um, we've seen it before. I can't remember. We've seen it plenty of times where drag oh, queens are like... the hair challenge. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that tool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's spray painted that tool. Oh, yeah. Or when um, Jasmine Masters, the beard challenge, she just put she's on like, shadow on her face. Beard. Like exactly. Black guy shadow. So we've seen so many queens before that are just like, I'm not doing the challenge before. So it could be possible. I don't know. And it uh, and it makes me feel bad for saying this, but are they giving Rita Baga and Priyanka a little bit of like a leniency just because they've done well so far in this competition? Like, could be. I don't understand. But bitch, my, my, if I was up on that stage or critiquing anyone... I'd be like, I, no, she deserves to go home because well, it ain't denim. The first thing I would have said is let me come up there and feel this fabric and find out if it's denim, okay? Because I'm not fixing to let you skate by <laughs> here on this denim challenge without me critiquing the fact that this is or is not denim. I need to come up on stage and feel your genitals to know if you're a man or not. No. Not doing that, but because that sounds very uh, bad. Um, hey, you said it. I, just, I did not say that, you little bitch. Uh, but I would be definitely making sure that what they are wearing is actual denim. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, so good. You were talking about something earlier, and I like didn't want to interrupt your conversation, so I just popped mine. Anyways. And you need to interrupt. 
Uh, hold on. <laughs> Chris, this is your problem. You don't know how to interject in you, conversations. Oh, I don't know how to interrupt you in conversation? Have you listened yes. to any of our podcasts ever? <laughs> Have you met me? <laughs> Have you met me as a Hi, person? Hi, I'm Chris. Hello. Wait, no, you, just, you start. Hi. No, I'm, I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That. Hey, welcome to Oxford Podcast. It's been Chris. <laughs> hey, everybody, look at me. It's Chris. I really love when I go way too high and it goes red. It goes, yeah, because then everyone in the car is listening. Goes like, ah! <laughs> wrecks the car. Oh, sometimes they're like, they're so quiet. Let me turn it up a little bit. <laughs> yep, very much that. Uh, well, then we go up to Lemon. Lemon. Um, I'm going to start off by saying that her flat yellow hair is really getting boring. I'm sorry. I, I, I know that's iconic for it. her. Because it does look pretty. I'm not going to lie. But... You've done it a lot. So many times. Yeah. Like, it's I'm very 70s, sure very Cher, wig. but yeah. girl, you're a, you're a drag queen. Yeah. You're a drag queen. Um, I do like what Tom Green pointed out. Uh, is that what his name was? Mm-hmm. Is that what his name was? Tom Green? Yeah. Um, I liked what he pointed out with like the, the bustier being connected to the, 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 like, boots, the, the boot, pants. Uh, boot pants things. Uh, I do like that. The rest of it. <laughs> Is oh, a hard really? no for me. Oh, I liked it a lot. No, I actually because uh, everyone hates it and I love it. If I could have seen her hands and if like the if it was like bound or like pooped out like right here at her wrist, then it would have looked so much better. Oh no, that's high fashion for you to not be able to see your hands. I don't get that. I well, we've talked about this multiple times. I don't get fashion. Doesn't make sense to me. Because we talked about it for season 12, whatever. They were like, oh, spring fashion runway and winter mm-hmm. fashion runway. And I was like, no, it's this isn't fashion. spring. No one wore any green colors or plants or anything like that. And you're like, it's fashion. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, I can't think of a specific designer, but it's sort of like a mini dress. Mm-hmm. And then it's like belted at the waist and like a mini tiny little skirt. Yeah. But then the sleeves of the dress go all the way to the floor. Yeah. Well, um, so I like that. I do wish that her body had more shape. I really need her to start padding because she does not look like she doesn't give the um, air of a, uh, a woman because mm-hmm. she has no curves. Well, I saw that, thought that she looked very boxy. Um, and then the way that she walked on the runway with oh, the I sleeves. I loved the walk. You loved it? I love the walk. The walk it. was beautiful. I thought that the way that she was walking with her sleeves and with the pants, it just looked so like floppy messy and i didn't like that oh i thought the walk was the best thing about the entire thing i love the walk it was amazing i was not great for any of this and she's having fun on the runway Mm -hmm. i can see that uh i spooped it i loved it i give it a poop um who did i give spoops to i gave spoops to jimbo and bobo bobo i only give two spoops this episode everyone else looked like shit you're a bitch (laughs) yeah um, so then we actually watched their commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't write a whole lot. I just f- wrote a couple sentences from the yeah. f- for them. Um, I love the Bologna scalping. Mm-hmm. Scalping was great with the blood on the hands. Yeah. Uh, love the fight scene with the book hit and the spit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all in all, a pretty good commercial. It was a good commercial. What I was what I was irritated by was that Alona starts off screaming and then just does not stop. Stays screaming the entire time, and her voice already, her shrillness already has been irritating me for quite a while. So this only added to that. But also, Bobo made whenever they said sissy, made it actually make sense. But like Alona did not. She was like, "Sissy, you're making me sissy sad." That doesn't make any sense. Bobo was actually like, are you feeling your, making your sissy mad? Like, 
you know, she put it in ways that it actually made sense saying sissy. And I thought that Bobo was easily the star of this commercial. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else? No. I Jim, have Bells. Yeah, the Bells yeah, Jim Boa Vega. Um, I love the names. Mm-hmm. Debbie Dickhole. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Brigitte Balls. Big Balls. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, I need a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, I love that Rita is like the mastermind behind the whole commercial. Mm-hmm. She's like, I started this law firm. These bitches don't know what she the was fuck they're talking about. She was a bitch that was just like, oh, they're all just here with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah, what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah. I thought it was a smart commercial. Mm-hmm. I like the idea. Makes more sense than the sissies. Mm-hmm. Why would you? That one doesn't make any sense. This one, I know that there are drag queens that would love to sue <laughs> People Sue that come to their shows. Parties, exactly. Uh, so I, I really liked it. And yeah. the My Special Day. Iconic. <laughs> so good. Um, Boa, the only problem I had with, with the commercial was mo- mainly Boa. Um, yeah. She did the exact same thing that she did in the Mufford Jets, where she is just saying her lines and that's it. Yeah. She interacted none with Rita and Jimbo, and Jimbo and Rita actually, like, were their characters so like i feel like boa has a problem with being like a scripted character because as we saw in the mini challenge she has no problem with doing an off-the-cuff like character when she doesn't have to be like where she gets to be just her and nothing else because like in snatch game you get to be an off-the-cuff character but you still have to bounce things off of everyone else and pay attention to that boa i think excels when she just gets to be boa being a character and that's it yeah. By herself. When she has to memorize lines and be the character for like an actual like subject or topic, then I think that that's where it gets a little bit bad for her because she just could not pay attention. Like you said earlier, she was not, not even the looking at the camera. All. Yeah. Um, Jimbo was basically just there, but her iconic line of uh, this is my special day was perfect. Uh, and then Rita was just, she reminded me a lot of the mom from Mean Girls, but like not as a cool mom. She was a bitch bitchy mom. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, her just like laying on the, the desk and like being a slut and like eating that hot dog was just so funny to me. I like, love that she, they were she like, was yeah, she, funny. she was choking on that hot dog, still telling her lines. I was yeah. like, she loves a hot dog. She loves, you know what? Me too. <laughs> me too, girl. Me too. Um, up last, Lemianka. The Pussy Protectors. The Pussy Protectors. I think that they were good. Best commercial. Yeah, it was the best one. Because it was the most well-thought-out commercial, the most, like, actual commercial that I would see on late-night television. Like, mm-hmm. did you do this? Did yeah. you do this? Well, we got you, you know? <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? Blender explodes. Yeah, exactly. The Texas Hammer! Like, yeah. It was very much like actual late night lawyer commercials. That the Texas Hammer now has his son on there. Yes, and his, his son's like, just the like the Texas Hammer. Yeah, your car could be broken. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not. As you good. don't have the star uh-uh. power of Jim Adler. <laughs> Call Bill Adler now. No. <laughs> Call Logan Adler. <laughs> not great. Um, um, I love that the commercials for the lawyers and the testimonials are like. Yeah, we called them, and then they just, like, took our money and left. I also love whenever uh, uh, she was like, if your pussy's got money, we'll take it. And they're both like, and then Lemon goes, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was iconic. Uh, Also, I have not stopped saying the line since uh, Savannah and I watched it on Saturday was, do you ever get so litty that you, you split, split your, your kitty? kitty? And so, like, I have just, like, randomly in the day, like, today I texted her twice. 
Did, have you ever gotten so litty that you split your kitty? It's <laughs> just good for line. Fun. It's a good line. I don't understand the pum pum, but I think I think it's penis. I think it means penis. Yeah. Yeah. For, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if that's a Canadian that's, thing or just no. what people call penises. That is not because she that also I ever said the same thing whenever she was with Cleo. She, she said like, your, your pum pum. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's an Indian thing. <laughs> it could just be what her family called it. Maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, but I thought it was a really good commercial. Yeah, I liked it. Um, and then we get a major revelation in the drag world. The major question that we all know and hate and maybe love. Who should go home tonight and why? Well, I was going to say, should we do our rankings first or? Oh, no, no. Okay, no, no. I wrote that. Never mind. I wrote that later. Okay, we're okay. Shh, <laughs> Sorry. Fucking my shit. I couldn't read things right. You're right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, the question, who should go home and why? Mm-hmm. But the question is, who should go home? Yes. Let me just clarify that. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobo is a lemon. Mm-hmm. She says lemon. Alona says lemon. A bitch about it, though. Mm-hmm. Lemon. Boa, lemon. Jimbo. Jimbo, shockingly, a lemon. lemon. Mm-hmm. Rita Baga, Alona. Mm-hmm. Priyanka, Alona. Lemon, Alona. Mm-hmm. But Bobo, Alona, Boa, and Jimbo basically all said lemon for her outfit. Yes. But, like, girl... We're not just looking at outfit here. You have to look at the maxi challenge. It's called a maxi challenge for a fucking reason. So you can't just base something on just the outfit, okay? Okay, mm-hmm. moving on. Yeah, I think that Bobo said it because she was being spiteful because she didn't like the group that she was put in. Well, I think I've seen this multiple times. Is like once one queen, once the first queen basically says their opinion, and unless the next queen likes, has a harsh opinion as well. Uh, and yeah, unless they have a different opinion, that. they'll just say the next person because they're like, oh, well, I just piled on with the other one. And like that's herd mentality, like at its best, you know? If one queen already said, it's like, oh, I just said it because this person said it, you know? Like, well, you know, if everyone else is saying it, I'm going to say it too, you know? So that's not that's not a great reason to say people's names, but we've seen it time and time again that that's what happens is everyone piles on one person. Yeah. Um, so if I asked you who should go home tonight and why, who would you have said? Um, well, I do have to first say one thing. I really think that this question being like who should go home tonight and why should always be asked before the judges give their critiques because then it really shows that the queens have to think about what they're – saying and give their own personal critiques on everything before the before they even had in their mind what the judges have said because they're basically saying like oh well the judges said they didn't like lemon's outfit so well i don't like lemon's outfit either i don't care about lemon's outfit i want to know what you think and why you know and also on top of that very few people ever give why like Alaska, I think was on All Stars Two was one of the only people who actually said, or I think maybe it was season five. I don't remember which one she said it, but she was like, "No one ever says why, and I'm going to tell you why this time." You know, yeah. so like you have to give a reason. You can't just I say the, the outfit. The next. first one was uh, Tatiana, and she was like, "I think Tyra should go home because she's been a fucking bitch in this oh, whole yeah, competition." You're right. <laughs> You're right. Oh, take that. Um, so who should go home and why? Um, so I actually think, are you asking my tops and bottoms or who I think who should, you go, think home should go home and why? why? Um, I think overall, overall. Yeah. Cause over, that's what this question is supposed you're to right. be. Over these seven, I would say that. Mm, I'm having a hard time. I think I'd have an easier time. So I'll start. Okay. My choice is Boa. Okay. And Boa, because the outfits that she's worn on stage have not all been uh, 
contenders. There's mm-hmm. never been something on, that she just wore on stage where I was just like, that's amazing. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Also, in her acting challenges, she has trouble. She struggles every time. There's mm-hmm. no not struggling. Uh, her musical challenges, middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, outfit creation. I don't think that she made her outfit for... Um, uh, Anna Green the, Gables? No, I, she made that. Yeah. But I didn't like it very much. And I don't think that she made her outfit for the uh, recyclable challenge. I oh, think, think that somebody, I don't, she probably constructed the garment, but mm-hmm. she didn't come up with that idea. I don't think. Okay. Um, I was between Alona and Boa. And I think my final answer is actually Alona mm-hmm. um, because Alona has been very one note this entire competition. And it's a very loud note. Um, mm-hmm. She is, she has not shown us anything impressive uh, right off the bat. I'm going to, whenever she did her Celine look, um, it was just shorts, a t-shirt and a jacket. It's the only outfit that I've liked that she wore. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know how, but we're not talking about that anymore. Um, but like everything that she's worn has, I don't think there's been something that she's worn that has absolutely impressed me yet. Um, and like just blown um, me away. That poodle outfit. I didn't like it. Remember? That was a good one. I don't know. I didn't. I, I told you I didn't like it. Um, so, I mean, there was not anything so far that I've actually liked from, uh, Ilona yet. And, her personality is just is very is grating. so scathing to me. Like yeah. it is just she is abrasive. Uh huh. So it's it's not been great so far to me. So I would have to probably say Alona. <laughs> that that gets very personal. So if I said that on stage, she would hate me after that. Yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. I said why. Okay. I've liked some of Alona's fashion. Majority of it, no. Yeah. Uh, her acting was better decent. than Boa's. Yeah. Her snatch game was good. But I think that Boa has a, a bigger, better personality than Alona does. I like. I think she has a better personality. About, uh, I'm sorry, not bigger, but a better personality than, than Alona. Um, but. Yeah. I think Boa is more about lifting others up and Alona is about tearing, tearing others, others down. Tearing others down. And making sure that she has the last word, which I don't deal well with people who have to have the last word. Yeah. Um, so then we. You oh, want... well, then the next question is, who are your tops and bottoms this Yes, my top for this week would have to be Jimbo. Okay. Because outfit on the runway, stunning. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the challenge, she stood out from her group. Yeah. Uh, my bottoms are definitely Alona and Boa. Mm-hmm. They were the weakest in their group. Their outfits on stage don't make sense to me. Exactly. So my tops and bottoms, I was between Bobo and Jimbo, but definitely Jimbo being the winner um, because Bobo and Jimbo were the only two people whose outfits I actually liked. Um, but uh, then my bottoms were Ilona and Boa as well. Uh, they were off the bat. I mean, not off the bat. They were the worst in their challenges and also the worst on the runway. So I don't, I had no, no other opinions on who I should put in the bottom besides that. Yeah. Um, and so then we head back to the uh, the uh, lounge. Untuck I just wanted room, to yeah. talk a little bit about it because yeah. some of the girls are straight up telling Lemon to her face, you're, you're fake. Yeah. They were like, they point, the Lemon points out that it wasn't who had the worst outfit, which is mm-hmm. true. Uh, and that's why, why I pointed out is who should go home tonight and why. Not who has the worst outfit, who should go home tonight. Like you just, because 
her doing her in the challenge was really good. So you can't mm-hmm. just say based yeah. on the maxi challenge. You can't say just based on the outfit that she deserves. That to was go what home. I was gonna say. I mean, if you want to, you can take that question as who should go home because of this episode mm-hmm. and why. But if that's the case, still she did. She did wonderful better. in her yeah, challenge. Exactly. You just don't like her runway. Exactly. You just don't like her. And maybe that's top of mind because mm-hmm. you see her right there in the outfit that doesn't look good to you, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think that you can say that uh, Lemon is not a hard contender and is trying very hard and brings something new every week. Exactly. Yeah. She is a, a force to be reckoned with. And I think that it's what Stacey says later on whenever they're doing their, their judges' kiki together. Uh, Stacey was like, I really think that all the other queens are just intimidated. Jealous. Jealous like and her. intimidated by Lemon. And that's what's making them worried about it. And the mm-hmm. same, it's, it's similar to the idea of Jinx in season five. The yep. other queens, especially Roxy Andrew and Detox, did not like Jinx because she, did she well. was a force to be reckoned with. So, yeah. um, What I really thought was not um, becoming of the girls in the lounge is when Boa says that Lemon has a lot of love for herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She does love herself. What's wrong with that? That's Why good should to she have not love exactly. and be proud of the things that she does? Sorry, I don't you're see jealous anything of wrong it. with that. Yeah, not not about that. Yeah, they called her. They opened up a full conversation about how they feel that Lemon is fake, full of herself, self. And what's specific? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, Lemon calls Alona out. She's like, "Yeah, I don't think that you give me the respect that I deserve because you think I'm just some little twink." Mm-hmm. And then Alona was like, "Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry." She's like, that- "Yeah, that's true because I'll never be you." Yeah. So you want to hate this girl because she's something that you'll never be, but she's giving you the respect that you deserve because we all de- we all deserve respect, but you won't give it to her because because you, you want to you be you want her? to be her. That's some backwards ass shit. I mean, I could usually what I would imagine is the other way around is mm-hmm. that you want to be friends with her, but she doesn't give you the time of the day because you're a, a bigger girl. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she is giving you the time of day and you're not giving it back, mm-hmm. that's. You know how it feels. Yeah. Why would you do it if you know how it feels? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, did you have anything else in the backstage? Mm-mm. Yeah, it just, it, that whole thing just really irritates me because it was just a pile on once again, and that's never great. I hate, I hate, hate, hate whenever there's a pile on like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been on both sides of the things, and normally whenever I see a pile on happening, I normally try my best to defend things because I don't like when everyone just like, it's just like one thing after another. It's like, and being in that position of, because I've been in the position where everyone just piles on at one time, it's like, okay, I'm feeling like, I'm feeling very attacked. Like, (laughs) not to quote Laganja too much here, but it's literally like, you literally can't do anything and you can't stop the argument because you're being argued at from however many sides you're being yelled at from and you can't just pinpoint because like if you're having a discussion or an argument with one person it's a back and forth but when you're having an argument with four people or five people who are all yelling at the same thing directly at you you can't stop that like it, it's a non-stop thing so yeah i i can i feel for lemon because i have been there and i feel that yeah i think that well, and you can see on Lemon's face, is the face that she feels so disheartened because she thought that some of these girls were her friends. Friends. Evidently. That, exactly. And I don't think specifically, like, Bobo, I mean, she says herself, she's like, I didn't come here to make friends. Mm-hmm. But I think that 
she may have thought that maybe Bobo was her friend and Jimbo was her friend. Mm-hmm. I don't think she thought that Alona I don't think Jimbo, was ever her friend. Jimbo didn't pile on at the end. I think Jimbo was one of the only person that didn't really say it as like a personal thing. I think the other three said it as a personal thing. Because Lemon has been very confident, especially since she won. And Scarlet, Boa, and Alona have not won a challenge. So I think both three, the three of them were very like personally victimized by the mm-hmm. idea that uh, Lemon was doing better. Raise Jimbo, your hand if you've ever been personally victimized by Regina King. Exactly. Regina George. Regina George. <laughs> but yeah, Jimbo, I think Jimbo was the only person that was like, oh, I don't like her outfit, so I'll say Lemon. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's why I was like, I'm surprised by Jimbo saying Lemon. Uh, but, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be a lot to unpack. That'll be a topic, episode. especially with Lemon and, or I'm sorry, with uh, Alona and um, Bobo. Bobo. Uh, Lemon's going to have some conversation with them. I don't know that she will, because I feel like Lemon's the kind of girl that's like, I see that. I'm I don't want any part it. of yeah. it. I don't need to get hear the, anything get about it. Get the fuck away from me. That's true. Um, so then we go back to the main stage for our lip sync, mm-hmm. um, and the lip sync is Scars well, to What? We find out her winner. Oh, yeah. Our, our winner is. Rita, Rita Baga, Baga, which I thought was a bit of an upset. It is, and Twitter is not happy about it. Uh, from what I've been seeing is that Rita Baga has been getting a lot mm-hmm. of hate on Twitter. Um, Girl, that's not Rita Baga's fault. Is, exactly. And on top of that, what have we talked about so many times in the show? If you have a problem with a show, you do not go and shit talk that queen and yell at them and tell them they suck. Like, that is not how you do that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, I understand that we get on this podcast and we talk about our opinion, but have I ever attacked a queen online? No, no. because they are people too, girl. They have feelings. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. If you actually like the show and you're watching it, why the fuck are you watching it? Like, I, why are you don't watching Don't you this? have anything better to Thank do? Thank you. To go online and to yell to queen and tell them they suck just because they won over your favorite queen. You are a shitty person. The Stop. only queen I will ever attack is Lady Bunny. Because, because she, she deserves, deserves it. it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then we find out that our bottoms officially, officially, are Alona Verley and, and Boa. Boa. Um, yeah, and Scars to Your Beautiful is the lip sync. Which, which <sighs> it's not a song for a drag race. Girl, this song is not it, though. This is, I mean, this is a drag queen who, this is a song for a drag queen who's like trying to send a message for like at a, a local full show. performance at yeah. a local show. She's yeah. like, Listen, I'm stronger because of all of this. This is not something for RuPaul's Drag Race. No. But I do have to say that during the show, it, or I'm sorry, during the lip sync, it was you have to express a lot of emotions, and it's almost similar to, like, when... Um, it's like seeing an actress and be like, cry! Yeah, exactly. Cry! You're in that Force movie it. where I've seen you cry. Exactly. Cry now. Um, but what, Latrice versus Dita Ritz, I think it was, um that oh no it's versus um that little short girl what was her name uh cameron michaels not cameron michaels yeah uh, Ke- Ke- kenya michaels kenya michaels there you and go. it's like natural woman and she's like i'm gonna do ballet and, and nope. dance around yeah the girl nope, that's, not, that's it. Yeah. not it exactly so um and all latrice royale did was stand in one spot and didn't move and that's Pretended all she to be had pregnant. and all she that's all she had to do yeah um and that's what Alona Verley did. Alona Verley stood in one spot and gave us all the emotion while Boa did her thing on stage. And the only person who actually showed emotion to the song was Alona Verley. So I think that Alona deserved to win that lip sync, even though I don't like Alona. So I think she did too. And I wish that there would have been a different song because mm-hmm. that is not a song that works no, here. No, no. Um, but Alessia Cara is a Canadian singer. It's so. true. 
But Which where also... is Alona's being upset about sending Boa home? Exactly. Like she was for Tainomi. She was so pissed about Tainomi. I don't want to lip sync against my friend. But I'm I thought certain... you were for more friendly with Boa, Boa, with than, Boa you were than you were Tainomi. Tainomi acted like she fucking hated you. She yeah. was like, girl, this is my moment. Can you shut the fuck yeah. up? Can you stop crying? Yeah. Um, but Boa gave up. And it yeah, is cause... inherently obvious when a drag queen starts to lip sync... Pointing to the other drag queen mm-hmm. on the stage, they know you she's don't winning. do that, girl. Yeah. You don't do that because that means that you've given up. You mm. you're you have a white flag in your hand and you are waving it wildly because you point to the audience. You don't point to the other drag queen. That doesn't make any sense. Scarster, you're beautiful. You're telling her she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm beautiful. Yeah. You're t- you're telling a story to the audience. You're not telling the Especially audience the a story song, about the song, this girl. The song is literally about like yourself and like your own scars to being beautiful. So like, I don't know. That yeah, I was disappointed that Boa gave up. Yeah, me too. Well, then we find out that Alona Verley is safe and Boa is going home. Yeah, I really would have liked to see another week of Boa. Me too. Rather than Alona. Me too. I would have wished that Alona got to go home and Boa got to stay, but I do agree that Alona won the lip sync and Boa deserved to go home. So. That's true. Yes. And I think they both deserve to be in the bottom as well. Yes. So that's whatever. Um. But yeah, what did you think about the episode in general? Um, I liked it. I liked the episode I like, as well. I like these improv challenges, uh-huh. but that I'm mean, not improv. I guess it's scripted. Well, they had to write their own script. Yeah, I love. I mean, I just love a comedy challenge. Mm-hmm. I love it when they play characters. I love camp, so yeah. I'm here for that. Me too. I love whenever it shows like a different side of drag queens, and whenever it's like a good challenge like this. Like I love seeing a challenge where the drag queens really had to put an effort to entertainment the entertainment value of being a drag queen entertainer um, because it's like what we said with all stars for all stars five lord whenever they did the uh, hotel challenge i'm like why do they have to paint a hotel and design that like that's not really something that drag queens have to do yeah um so i like being able to see a challenge that drag queens will actually have to use and that's like writing a script for their own show or you know all these other things so like actually providing entertainment for People who need entertainment, you know? Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, it was a good episode. I'm yeah. excited to see next next week's. Um, of course, we're down to top six top now. Top six. There's only six of them. So we're getting closer and closer to our ending. We are wrapping up quick here. Yeah. So. Because um, we've only got, what, two or three? I don't know how many they're going to do for top. So we've got two or three more episodes, I would maybe? imagine four. Mm-hmm. Just follow the normal RuPaul's Drag, RuPaul Drag, Race. Drag Race. Well, RuPaul's format. Drag Race only did top three, even did... A episode where it was the top three competing up until what season eight yeah i think it was season eight where they're like the top three still had to hmm. do so maybe they will do it that way because i'm not sure that they're going to i'm not sure that they'll do a live oh. so many things know. up in the air i know we'll see hmm. do they have enough sta- stage value to do rupaul's because, I mean, technically, Canada can do that. Like, aren't, aren't they kind of well, out of quarantine? Well, this pre-filmed, anyway. Well, I mean, but, like... If it's live now, yes. They could do a smaller version of it, depending on the province. Okay. And if they told them to quarantine beforehand. But if it's Ontario, I think you're allowed to have up to 150 people. Hmm. So you could have a small audience there. <laughs> yeah, a very small audience, because you got to bring in all the camera crews and everything. That's true. Um, so it could be. I don't know. We'll could see. Could be. Imagine being from a country where <laughs> they you take could, care of their people. You could actually do that. New Zealand, 102 days without a coronavirus. 
Hmm. <laughs> um, of course, we'd like to thank our sponsor, <laughs> Economy Works, a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help with your writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the economy works! Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Economy Works. Yum! Wow. Wow. Um, yes, so I need to. I need my extra drag fix because we've had drag since um, this whole pandemic started. And if this stops, I don't know what I'm going to do after that. So, <laughs> right. God was like, I got you, gays. Yeah. We'll give you some. We got the Lady Gaga's, Carly Rae Jepsen's. I'll give you three things to drag, Grace. And then you'll be good. Everything will be done by then, right? Yeah. No. Right? No. Right? No. 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 <laughs> If you live Wrong. in Canada, yes. If yeah. you live anywhere else besides the United States. Balls. Yeah, hmm. exactly. Um, so. I'm going to have to, I guess you'll have to start doing drag for me. Like, hey, and I'll tell you how it is. How do you feel about this episode now? Oh, here I'm doing this acting challenge. <laughs> All right. I want you to go outside and get hit by a car and then act like you're going to the hospital. Ah, help me. No, it's awful. I don't believe it. Spencer, I'm actually hurt. No. <laughs> if you were really hurt, you'd be bleeding and screaming. There's a pool. <laughs> there's a pool of blood already in the driver. That's ketchup. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Spencer. <laughs> you, you. That man is acting. I can tell he doesn't care that he hit you with his oh car. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> I can't. Lol. Lol. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, thanks for coming to our podcast. Uh, if you want to check out some more gay stuff that's not talking about drag queens all the time, uh, but we'll be giving you all of the history, you should check out Let's Talk, Talk About, about gay, gay Stuff, our sister podcast that's always doing the most stuff for the gay stuff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, they tell you about this week in LGBTQ history. You want to learn about some events in our history? You want to learn about uh, a diva in our history? You want to learn about political activists in our you history? You want to learn about some history that you didn't know was gay, but was gay? Yeah. Mount Rushmore. I don't think that's a topic they've done. I don't think so. Uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln. Hey. Hey. Gay. Capping. Um, check him out. That's mm -hmm. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at letstalkaboutgaystuff.com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Instagram and Facebook. And Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. You could always send them an email at <laughs> let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. <laughs> send them an email. Send them an email. Nobody um, died. Nobody died. But while we're plugging let's talk about gay stuff, I guess we should probably tag our step godmother in charge of. Uh, I believe it's twins, um, but one of them ate the other and then they gave birth to it. So correct. that's our spoopy, spoopy podcast <laughs> at our spoopy podcast.com. Our Spoopy Podcast on Instagram, Our Spoopy on Twitter, Twitter. and Our Spoop on Facebook. You could send, send us an, an email, email. <laughs> at OurSpoopyPodcast at gmail.com. I, I want it to sound more like uh, like a robotic call. Send them an email. That's great. That's what, what I heard was send them an email <laughs> at OurSpoopyPodcast.com. Yeah. Is that correct? <laughs> Is that correct? Yes, I love that. Press one for yes. 
Press 2 to try again. And we give you all the spoopy things about LG... LGBT. We're not talking about mostly like gay stuff. Hey, I mean, there's some gay, <laughs> there are gay stuff gay there, shit. but it's we mostly just murder. All the urban legends, all the ghost stories, all the murders, murder mysteries, missing persons, serial killers, crazy shit, aliens, conspiracy theories, anything that scares you. Sometimes we talk about weather phenomenons. Let's get you crazy. You talk about weather phenomenons. That's true, just to scare you. <laughs> It's one of the only things that does it, okay? Hey. <laughs> Just saying. Tornadoes. Tor- tornadoes. We never talked about that other outbreak yet. I'm trying to trigger you. Oh, it's not working right now. Oh. No, no, don't do it. Uh, but yeah, also listen to our other podcasts as well, because we love you guys to do a double listen for us. A double listen. If you like Spencer and Chris, you should always show up for us. Mm. Hey, um, we should probably uh, let our friends to get back to it because it's it's getting kind of late. What in this episode? It's almost two hours, so we should um, tell them to get get rupee rupee with it. 